Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and then my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Clara Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. Joel, I'm not doing too bad. Not doing not, too bad. That's good. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. Uh, normally we dilly-dally around a little bit here and talk about what we've been doing outside of video games and all that kind of stuff, but we ain't got no time for that this week because we're on the clock. clock. Yeah. This is a very special episode. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're here live (laughs) from, uh, stop that. (laughs) I know, I know. I I made myself sad by saying it, but, uh, yeah, this is our special episode for PAX Radio Australia presented by Audio-Technica. We are very, 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 very honoured and pleased to be here. Uh, And so, yeah, we're very excited. Um, So we've got something a little bit special today. It's a little bit outside the norms of what we normally do on the show. We have done this before. I was going to say, you you say that, but it's it's not. (laughs) It's not, but like we have done this before, but we we only do it for very special occasions. And thus, this being a very special occasion, we decided to uh, dust off our our, our weapons and, and, and start laying... Slaying some uh, some enemies, or enemies, games. Not enemies, not enemies. I don't know what I'm saying at the moment. But yeah, we do a little thing that's uh, generally known as kill your babies. Shout out we... to Isla Hink. <laughs> exactly, yeah, from Easy Allies. Um, we, we, uh, we, we, just, uh, we sort of <laughs> steered clear of the, the, the kill your babies title a little bit. Um, we're cowardly like that in some ways, I guess. I have but, so many uh, friends with babies that... <laughs> I know, yeah. I have one. Like, it's, it's, yeah. At a certain point, the game idea is great, but the name is like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, it starts to get, it starts to hit a little too close to home. And we can't just so, hit the kill your darlings thing, because that's already, that's already a thing. Exactly, yeah. But we, we decided to call it, uh, I think we, last time we, we did it, we called it our video games battle royale. We did. It was, it was shameful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it was right at the height of all, all things battle royale and, um, I guess you could argue it's still still going, but uh, yeah. So it's our video games battle royale in which that we come together usually to discuss like the best game of a year or ever or something like that. I'll have but you know do- we've never done ever. We've only done year. We haven't done ever. Yeah, so that's a that's a little you know maybe a little carrot on the stick for down the down the line when we eventually decide to. Pull our pants Joel, up and Joel, eventually. Joel do that. is not ready for that one. He's not. I'm ready so for not it. ready for that one. That one's gonna get nasty. Um, but this one is, is a little bit more, I guess, friendly spirited, uh, because we decided that we talk about Australian games since it's PAX Australia and, you know, there's a lot of the, the video games industry in Australia is pretty damn good at the moment. Like it's doing quite well. Um, a lot of noteworthy games that are getting very big screen time and, and press, uh, coming from our shores so we thought we'd talk about maybe like not necessarily the best game uh out of all of these because um like i've I've played quite a few of these and i I quite enjoy all of them but we thought we'd we'd talk about the game that best represents australia or the, the game that we'd like to say we're proud to say is australian in some ways um whether that be the fact that it's just a really good game or whether that be it represents what it, it, we feel it represents Australia in a really positive way. Um, and so in terms of like, obviously a lot of these games are, but well, all of these games, except for one uh, are going to get um, discarded in a way. And uh, yeah, the, the one that stands at the end will be the one that we feel is dialogue option, seal of approval for Australians Australia's game, I guess. Um, but, like I said, slight disclaimer at the start here. We are very much fans, uh, either both of us or one of us, or, you know, both uh, of all of these games, uh, and all the games that we didn't put on the list in the end here as well. So, look, the basic rules are we go through, we've got a list here of, I think, 12 games. I think we had one, two. I think it's 12. Yeah, 12 games. So we've got 12 games here. We're going to go through one by one, at take t- taking turns at picking one and, um, yeah, knocking it out of the competition until we have one left, much like a battle royale. So 
Should we go through the list of games that we've got here? I mean, it would, it would only be fair. I think I think that's what we need to do. Um, so, in no particular order, uh, we have The Artful Escape, Armello, Florence, Fruit Ninja, Golf Story, Hacknet, Hand of Fate, uh, and the sequel, Hand of Fate 2, I guess you could probably lump in there as well. It's... Uh, it sounds like you're cheating, Joel. No, no, never. I would never do that. Uh, Hollow Knight, Rumu, Screen Cheat, Necro Barista, and Untitled Goose Game. Uh, and I mean, like, looking at that list already, like, considering we cut a whole bunch of stuff, we also did sort of focus on uh, indie games for the most part. Um because there are there are some some pretty big AAA games that have come out of Australia as well, like Borderlands pre sequel uh, and LA Noir. It was purely but, because Joel's a coward and he didn't want the NES Aussie Rules game to win. He wasn't <laughs> ready for it. He was too scared. That's true. It would have been like yeah, what, like like head to head at the end would have been the the NES Aussie Rules versus um, Super International Cricket. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> Aussie rules off away. Don't at me. Yeah, yeah no, all about that super additional cricket. You hit the ball into the the pigeons out of like, bounds. Like, yeah, that's out of bounds on the full. <laughs> that's very funny. Um, all right, do you, are you ready? Are you prepped? I'm as ready as I'll ever be, Joel. As yeah, I'll ever look, be. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna put this list in front of me. Like, here's here's how it normally differs <laughs> when we do the yearly the yearly list. It's like I can look at a list of games that came out a year and be like, cool. Well, I didn't like X amount of games, but you put a list in front of me of like 12 very good Australian independently made games. Like, this is going to not be easy or and at times oh. quite difficult. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's going to be a tough one, this one. But I, I, that's what people want. They want the drama. You know, are you not entertained and so forth? Oh god, I just quoted Gladiator. What's wrong with me? Um, and that's that's it. That's a wrap. That's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we really appreciate you being here. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get started. Do you? You're going first. I'm going first. I've, I I started saying the sentence, and I realized that you you are. Going I knew the first. answer here. You drew up this uh, list. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Look. As much as I very much enjoyed my time with this game back in the old when i first got my my iphone i think we're gonna have to say goodbye to fruit ninja killing fruit ninja straight away yep uh, it's going i'm saying goodbye to fruit ninja with some very accurate finger swipes oh yeah yeah i'm slashing slicing and dicing up fruit ninja i feel like i think fruit ninja was like the first mobile game i really played I think it's probably the first one a lot of people played. Well, um, yes. It's like, it, because the game itself, it just works. Like the, the concept is there. It's like, cool, fruit fly up and you have to slash them. And how do I do that? I just swipe my finger across the screen. And to be it, fair, it's pretty cool that it evolved into like an actual arcade game. Yeah, an arcade game. There's a there's the Kinect version. Oh, the Kinect one. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure there's a, there's oh, a VR Kinect, version. No. Yeah, there's a VR version as well. Like it's, it's on everything like it it's it was there was a time there where like you couldn't like swing around like without seeing a fruit ninja adaptation or and there was different like versions of it as well they were like um what else was there there's like yeah connects they had like um fruit ninja puss in boots was one of the ones that got like there was like licensed versions um and yeah, like you said, there's a, like a, an arcade version of it as well. Uh, it was really cool that it got um, uh, the the Fruit Ninja Connect version got included with the Gunsli- Gunstringer, which was a Connect game about the marionette puppets that you would use to like. I actually played that game. It was very. I'll cool. be completely honest with you. If it's related to Connect, I pretty much ejected it from my memory banks. I that's that's fair. Uh, yeah, no, I actually played the Gunstringer. It was pretty fun. Um, it's an interesting use of the tech, you know, albeit janky, but, um, but yeah. And like, the, it, it's, it's really cool. It was like the, uh, developed by half, half brick. Um, and yeah, they went on to make things like Jetpack Joyride. It's another really good one. Um, there was like age of zombies, I think was another one, which is like a top down shooter. Uh, I played a whole bunch of these, especially these early half brick games. Um, cause anytime I saw that half brick was making a game, I was very, very interested. 
Um, but yeah, it's yeah, crazy, crazy that this was this was like a moment in time where everyone was playing Fruit Ninja because it's just a game that transcends everything. Like it, it you could give it to anyone, and within five minutes they know how to play the game and they're they're starting to play around with different techniques and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But, alas, it is gone from the list. 11 games remain, Kyron. It is now your turn. Um, oh, God. <laughs> well, as is always my inclination when we do these lists, I am drawn to the ones I haven't played. Yep, that's fair. Um, which is a surprising amount here, but... Uh, First to go for me is Hacknet. Oh, I tried it. Me. I've tried it a couple of times. That's that one hurts me. I understand though. Um, but it's just yeah, it just hasn't stuck with me. I don't know. I don't know why. I can't. I can't give you any good reason. It's just that's fair. It's a bit like if if you were to say you're on the show floor, it's it, and you're walking by the booth and you saw Hacknet. It, it is a game that if you saw it at first, it wouldn't catch most people's eye. Um, I, yeah, I rem- I actually bought this game at PAX. I bought a code for this game at PAX. And, I got it in uh, something. I'm not sure if it was like a Humble Bundle or something. I own yeah. it and I installed it and I tried it, but yeah. Just bounced it off is, it. It is a game, yeah. It, it's it, um, According to the Wikipedia page here, it says it uses a Unix-like operating system. Um, and it, that was like the interface that you would use to sort of hack things, basically. And it had this narrative that would run through it. Um, that you were sort of trying to, you know, bring down the man and all that kind of stuff, uh, and joining like a, a hacker group and all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, you go through a whole bunch of different things uh, and using, learning how to use different like hacking techniques and, and, uh, and programs that you would use. Um, the thing I liked about this game is it made me feel like a hacker in a movie. Because, like, when you had to type stuff, like, there were times where you had to actually type legitimate things. But there were, I think the conversations, you could, like, like responding to different chat conversations. You just, like, tap any key and it would, like, write out the message. And I really like when games do that. It sort of makes you, you could sort of, like, randomly tap away at the the computer like you would see in, like, a a hacking part of a movie. Um, And it just sort of, yeah, I don't know. Gave me that extra element of immersion to it. Uh, I really, really, really liked it. Um, Team Fractal Alligator are the developers behind it. Uh, and I believe they've just had a new game that just came out. It was like a, like a party sports game. Um, I believe it is called... Maybe not. Matt Trobiani was the guy who made Hackner as well. Um, but they made Wrestle Dunk. WrestleDunk Sports that just came out. Oh as well. yeah, we were we were looking at that a while ago as yes. a game to play. Yeah, yeah, I still want to check it out because it seems very interesting. But um, but yeah, I really enjoyed Hacknet. Um, and if you 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 want to sort of live out your like hacker fantasy without actually having literally zero knowledge of how to do that, um, Hacknet is a good place to start. And uh, yeah, it's a really good game. It's on Steam. Check it out. Oh boy. I believe that's my turn now. Hmm. <laughs> As you can see, it is already getting quite difficult. Yeah, it is. And we again, we're we're on the clock, Joel. Uh, so we yeah, cannot we, we cannot spend, too, we right. cannot spend right. too much time pondering our our victims. I'm I'm taking out Hand of Fate. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I really liked Hand of Fate. It was a really interesting sort of concept for a game, and the sequel, Hand of Fate Two. Um. It was like a like an action RPG, but you sort of it was the story and the interactions and like character conversations and stuff were told through like cards. You were playing against uh, a character called uh, the Dealer, and they would like they're basically sort of alluding to the fact that there is a um they know why you're here and and all that kind of stuff. So basically, you go through dungeons, which were represented by cards on the table. Um, and it worked, it operated like a roguelike, basically. So if you've ever listened to our show, you would, roguelikes are something that I love. And we'll, if you throw the word roguelike in there, I'll generally give it a try. Uh, and this was one of the instances where I tried it. I was like, oh, give it a go. Um, and yeah, 
it's got like dice rolling and it's got uh yeah like cards and conversation choices that impact like how your character is going to progress um but when it came to combat it would sort of transform into like small very small scape arenas where you would fight enemies and um they'd have you'd have different abilities like and different equipment that you could equip which were also cards and you could buy at stores or pick them up from quests and all that kind of stuff um and yeah you when you'd finish like certain quests you'd get extra cards you could put into your deck it's a lot of fun um and yeah it's got like a story mode had heaps of dlc for it and yeah a sequel to it as well it's on a lot of things um well the first one's only on pc playstation 4 and xbox one um i'm pretty sure it's on switch now as well the sequel is as well um but yeah it was it's it's a really fun game um it's made by Defiant Development, I believe. I want to say in Melbourne. Um, I think they're a Melbourne-based company. Brisbane. I was completely wrong. I am very, very sorry, Defiant Development. Um, but yeah, definitely worth checking out as well. Very much enjoyed that. Uh, all right, Kyron, back to you. It's funny. It's, it's funny you mentioned dice rolling. Oh, because Armelo is Armelo is next. Oh, Armello Hurts. It's a great game. Um, Very cool tabletop-esque game. And again, and it, like, we're heading into an era now where digital board games are... Well, I, I, I don't want to say taking off because they've always been relatively popular, but I think mm-hmm. as this current world climate has evolved, yes. it's nice to be able to play a game like this with your friends online. Absolutely. But, um, unfortunately, yeah. Not, not one I've actually played. That's fair. So, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's really cool. I stumbled across this. I actually did a video on our YouTube channel. You did. You did. Way yeah. back when we started doing this about Armello. Um, I really, 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 really enjoyed this. It's by League of Geeks. Um, they are a Melbourne-based uh, studio. Um, and yeah, it's really, really cool. It's a, it's a digital board game that would only work as a digital board game, I feel. I don't know if a, 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 a physical version of this would be as impactful or it would work as well um but yeah basically you, you, the whole idea is that you're uh in a, an anthropo a, a fantasy world full of anthropomorphic animals um and yeah basically you're trying to become the next king or queen and there are different version, different ways that you could do that different types of victories um and it involves like exploring like a digital game board that kind of looks it always felt to me it looked a little bit Catan-esque. Um, and yeah, using dice rolls as like special dice rolls um, to make choices, make decisions, combat, all that kind of stuff. And there's different like cards and things that you could pick up throughout a match. Um, it's very, very cool. It's out on everything. Like it's on Switch. It's Literally, on it's on console. sale on Steam right now for Melbourne games week hey you should uh, yeah armalo is awesome I, I believe it's on like mobile as well and i think it's free to start um so you can sort of get a, like a little bit of a taste for it uh i played a little bit of it on mobile it works perfectly on mobile because it's not something you need precision for or anything like that um it is just a digital board game so it could be fun you know if you're looking for like a fun board game that you want to play with your friends online um this could be a really good addition to your rotation. Um, but it's gone. It is gone. Uh, you're up, Joel, and this list gets shorter. It's getting very short. Um, oh, boy. I am going to get rid of... Oh, get rid of is so harsh. I am going to eliminate... Screen cheat. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I'm not happy about it, but I'm doing it. <laughs> screen cheats, uh, yeah. Screen cheat, if you've been to a convention, like, screen cheat's always, like, a mainstay at people's booths, like, it's because it's just a fun game. Um, it's, it, 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 it's, like, drenched in nostalgia, but it is updated and works in, like, a modern-day setting. Um, it's by Samurai Punk, who are awesome. They also make great 
great t-shirts incredible shirts amazing t-shirts um i I, yeah pax it's like it's like a tradition at pax there's like one thing i always have to buy is a samurai punk shirt um because they're just so rad uh but yeah they it's a like a multiplayer first person shooter uh and the whole idea is it's a split screen only or you can play online as well but the whole idea is it is split screen for everyone um and the general concept is that you're you can't see the other players on the map um but you can see where they're shooting so anytime that they try to shoot um it, it like it is visible if you're looking in that general direction and thus you can sort of like narrow down and sort of start spraying and praying to try and figure yeah, out right. where they are like literally the idea is to look at the other person's screen <laughs> exactly so you're supposed to try and look at the other four screens on on your screen shout uh, out to, to golden eye 64 nostalgia absolutely um it took something that was like you know a detriment in those games like perfect dark or golden eye or halo i guess even too um and sort of made it the general objective and way to play this game um, it helps that the weapons are also hilarious and the maps are actually pretty cleverly laid out with yep. a, a lot of them focusing on like color like div- being divided up into specific colors and all that to make it when you consider that the players are invisible you need to do stuff like that so you can actually attempt <laughs> to yeah. uh, navigate that sort of area and also too that you can just have a quick glance and get a, a general idea where yeah they exactly are. oh so, they're in red okay i'll go to red exactly so you're not like focusing in on them while also neglecting your screen um it's it's so much fun. I, I remember we had a couple of nights where we played this online, and it was just we were in hysterics of laughter playing this. Um, and yeah, it's like it's on everything at the moment, pretty much uh, everything. Yeah, yeah, except for mobile and things like that. But you can get it on Switch, get it on um, PlayStation and Xbox and PC, uh, and it is yeah, it is a lot of fun. There's like different modifiers you can put on the maps as well, and the and the modes and the the rounds. Uh, and yeah, like you said, the weapons are all ridiculous. I love the um the hobby horse. The hobby horse is great. The hobby horse makes me laugh every time. Um, but yeah, it is unfortunately eliminated from the competition. Okay, all right. Well, it's time to make start making unpopular decisions. Um, <laughs> I mean, is. maybe for you again. This is. This is a choice that I, I I can at least sit comfortably with. But if I'm looking at these these games and I'm trying going. to think which one I'll remove next, I know where we're going. It's gonna be Golf Story. Oh, that one really hurts me. I fucking love this game. <laughs> golf Story is great. I have no grudge with Golf Story. It is purely in the context of the this this caliber of competition that it's against for us. That's fair. That's fair. I look. I in terms of like you know we were thinking about the criteria of the competition as well. I feel like this is a good representation of Australia because it is technically set in Australia. Um, slight spoilers, I guess, for the end of the game. But Man, it's it's been years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, golf story is great. I have this weird affinity for golf games. For some reason, I just I really enjoy playing golf video games, especially ones when they have like a story mode and like a, a, an interesting twist on them. Um, and this is like a, like a golf RPG and it is stunning to look at. Like the, the sprite work in this game is just gorgeous. I love it so much. The music is so charming. Um, the writing's really great. Uh, I really enjoy the way the golf handles. I know some people don't like it as much. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I've heard some people have some issues with it. Okay. But that's that's news to me. I mean, for me, the only issue I really had with it was as much fun as it was. It got to a point where I'm like, I think I've had enough golf. And I think that's where I, I really started to drop off. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. The game is well made. It looks gorgeous. The music's great. I did appreciate some of the crazier courses you play through the story mode, like when you're absolutely. teeing off on like the windy cliffs and stuff. Good lord! Oh yeah, it, it also nearly snapped my switch in half several times. But <laughs> not not related. Not related. It's it's really cool too. The the idea that like you could just drop a ball anywhere while you're walking yeah. around. I love that. And it, like there are like I guess like puzzles or like quests and things that you have to do that revolve around that. Just being like, ah, oh, cool. Someone's um like for instance early on in the game there's like a a boy who's like swimming in the lake and he won't get out of the lake 
and his mum's on the side of the lake. She's like, you won't get out of the water, and I don't know what to do. And so you do what you do best, which is solve everything with golf. And just chip shot this a child with, yeah, like ball, with golf balls. <laughs> chip shot a ball into him, and he gets what out of the water. Are, what do they call the frisbee golf? Ah, uh, frolf. Frolf. I okay. I think. I, knew, I, I it had some name, and I'm, I, I liked it. Yeah, disc golf I, as well. But yeah, it's yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that's why I'm, I I am excited for sports story. I'm hoping that's yes. can sort of like with the amount of variety that looks like it's going to have. I'm really keen to sort of get into that. Shout out to Sidebar Games. Yes, Sidebar Games. Very excited for Sports Story. You know, take your time with it. I'll play it when it's ready. But yeah, I I, I have a very, very, very good, big soft spot for Golf Story. And I very much uh, cherish that game. Sorry, Joel. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's going to get nasty from now on out. Um, but yeah, it's very, very good. And you should play it. It's on Switch, by the way. It's, it's a Switch exclusive. It's only on Switch, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Switch exclusive. Um, so if you if you like golf games or, you know, things like that, if you liked, because uh, it says here on Wikipedia it was influenced by the Game Boy Color version of Mario Golf, which has like a very similar RPG sort of-esque, uh, like, campaign mode, story mode. Um, and it was very heavily influenced by that. I haven't played that. I really want to. Um, well, hey, maybe if Nintendo would just put Game Boy games on the Switch. Look at that. We still found time in a in an Aussie indie special to harp on Nintendo and how. Oh they yeah, that's fine. Always time. Always time for it. Always time. Um. Okay. All right. Things are getting uh tense now. I believe. Um. I think I know right. what's going to go next, but we'll see. I'm curious. Uh, yeah. I think. Okay. <sighs> I adore this game. I'm going to say goodbye to Rumu. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, Rumu is very, very good. Developed by Robot House. Um, and it is, yeah, you play as a like a, a Roomba, basically. And it is like a, an adventure game where you're sort of going about your your daily routines as a, as a robot vacuum. Uh, and then slowly but surely you're starting to uncover what's actually going on in the house that you belong to. Um, and the way that it frames like the story like through the eyes of a sentient robot vacuum, basically, is very interesting. Um, and, yeah, it's it's really cool. It tells a really, really, really lovely story. Um, it's only like a, about three or four hours long. You can play through it in, a, in like one sitting, I reckon. Um, it's definitely worth doing so um and it looks great too like it visually it's just like it's this sort of like it sort of nails the smart home aesthetic that you would feel like that, that feels kind of a little bit too real now um when you see like google assistant ads and stuff like that now it's like okay it's getting a bit too scary but uh but yeah i i this game's great i remember seeing like a demo for it and fell in love with it ended up picking it up um, when I got my new PC at the time and just smashed through it and adored it so much. Um, and I think I like was like, Kyron, play Rumu. It's so good. <laughs> I was always intending to play Rumu. I remember seeing it, like, man, it's at one of the PAXs and that's, that's yep. all I can say now because there's been so many of them. But yeah, I definitely remember seeing it. I'm like, okay, I've got, to, I've got to play this game. I did eventually do it on my piece of garbage laptop, but it ran <laughs> and I finished it and it was great. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's strange because I don't normally go for point and click adventure games. I don't know. It's something I, I never really got into that whole genre. Um, but this one, I don't know. It was just so charming and lovely, but, and it was telling this sort of like really gr- kind of grounded story, um, in a way. Uh, and I I really enjoyed this game, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, Rumu is out of the competition. Oh, okay, okay. Now at this point, I have to start adhering by my rule right of of games that I have not played. Okay, and that means, and I man, it's I hate selling <laughs> myself out of it because like we we talk yep. about this game for like three or four solid packs, and yeah. We're, we're, we're frauds, apparently. Yeah, I do... Are. I'm going to pick it up on Switch this holiday season when I've got time to play it. It's just one yeah. of those things, right? For me, for me personally, right? I 
have a PC that plays games. God, I hate playing games on my PC. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I have to be in the right mood for it. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Like, and it has to be something that I'm like, well, I can't play it anywhere else. Like, I have to play it on my PC. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, the, re- the the whole reason I'm explaining that is purely to like very barely prop up my reasoning for sadly getting rid of Necro Barista, a yeah. game that God, I want to. I I just want to. Pl- I know I'm gonna love it when I play it, but it's just like it's but now. It's on Switch now, so really I have no excuse because it seems like the game I just want to sink into my couch with a blanket on. And I guess while it's still sort of coldish, like with a, a hot drink, and just enjoy it. Yeah. But, um, I just haven't done that yet because I'm a fraud. It's Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, 100% in the same boat. And yeah, I yeah, what I have played in this game, I love. And if we're yeah, talking about... I played the first chapter and it was awesome. And yeah. I just never went back and I feel guilty every day of my life. And so if I thank talking... you to this list for dredging that up for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. This guy, Normally it's about like, you know, knocking out games and stuff like that. This is just to make us feel bad now. This, this, is, the, this is the list that guilts you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is like pile of shame. The well, my gaming ghosts just like haunting me. Yeah. Uh... I, yeah, I, I, what, we were talking about like you know, games that represent Australia in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, this is like, the, this is as Melbourne. someone, as someone who lives in Melbourne, this is this is Melbourne, and I, love I assume like, it. like necromancy and everything included, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, so. I thought so. I, I just That's wanted it. to check. That's why our lockdowns go for so much longer. It's you know, all about necromancy. Exactly. All the Stop. necromancy going on. I don't know in how that works, of, but stop it. In the back of, like, uh, omnipotent uh, co- cafes and coffee shops that <laughs> sort of exist for the recently deceased, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a visual novel game, but it's it's very different to any visual novel that I've actually played or seen even, I guess. Um, instead of just being sort of like 2D animations, it's... There's like 3D spaces you can walk around in and interact with things in the environment. Um, Even the way it sort of presents the, uh, the text is fun and interesting for the game yeah, as well. Which is yeah, neat. it definitely... And like the music is just stunning. Yes. Like absolutely amazing. All the characters are like very expressive. Yeah, it's just... It's very good. It's just I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the, the original game came out in 2020. Oh, you- yeah. Um, was it 2020? It was 2020. Oh, God. Yeah. How, what is it was time? Last year. Yeah. Because uh, it came out early on Apple Arcade. So it is an Apple Arcade game. So oh, if you that's have an, right. If you have a, an, uh, like an iPhone and you subscribe to Apple Arcade, this game is there waiting for you if you haven't played it. So, um, and I feel like it'd be great on it. Like chuck some headphones on, play on an iPhone or an iPad. We work, work really well. Uh, and that came out like a week later on PC, and it came out recently, a couple of months ago on Switch. Yeah, very, uh, very recently. And yeah, it's it's it was sort of like the definitive edition called Necrobrista Final Pour. Um, it had some like post-launch DLC that got added to it as well. And yeah, we will get to it. We've spoken. We've spoken to people who've made, like worked on this game I a know, few times, and, and I feel that's so why, bad. That's <laughs> why I, I I'm feel. So sorry. I feel awful. So yeah. please move on. Please take us past, take us away from this moment so I take can get away from that. I can stop feeling bad. Now I've, at least I've played the rest of the games and I finished. Yeah, finished. No, I haven't finished all the rest of the games. I have not yeah. finished them all. I haven't played one of them. And oh, do I do it now? I'm going to do it now. And this is only because it's, because uh, I haven't played it. But I appreciate what it has done uh, and what it has achieved. Unfortunately, it is time for Untitled Goose Game to uh, to head up, head home. That's gonna that's gonna come back to get you. That goose is gonna get you. It is. It is. Yeah, that goose is out for me now. I just made that goose's list. Um, <laughs> and and man, that goose keeps lists. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, this is like. A feel good hit of 2019 in terms of games. Um, like it won. I mean, it, it, it's it's the game that's just like, hey, just want to be a do you want to be a jerk? And I'm like, yeah, you know the, what, I do. I do yeah. want to be a jerk. In like I a wanna, charming, I want to pick up that that kid's. I want to scare that kid and then take his glasses and then yeah. make him chase me. In like I want to chase him into the garage and then close it on him. <laughs> in like a charming, quaint little village, 
Um, With incredibly has... dynamic piano music as well. Like the soundtrack in Stunning. this game is spectacular. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I just I've never got around to playing it, and I I I but I love the story of this game. That it was a game that got unveiled as Untitled Goose Game as like a placeholder title, and then as the game development went on, everyone's like. This game's going to be called Untitled Goose Game, right? This They have to stick it with this. And lo and behold, it came out, and that's what it's called, Untitled Goose Game. By and now it's co-op as well. Yes, it does. So you can, so you you can, can be, be two jerks. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, and this game just went from strength to strength. People at least started picking up lots and lots of traction internationally to the point where it won Game of the Year at the Dice Awards in 2019. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. That's awesome. Yeah. It won Game of the Year. And the little goose that could. Absolutely. And it, it is just so great to see. And it brings a smile to my face every time I see this game pop up somewhere. Um, it's great. You can buy like a physical version of it now with like, I think like the map of the village and stuff. And there's like uh, the soundtracks yeah. on vinyl. Like Because there, yeah. there was like an eco-friendly one. I mean, eco-friendly right. physical release as well as like a regular one. Um, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's very cool. Um, and it's on pretty much everything except mobile i think switch pc playstation xbox um it was on game pass for a while there which is i went to play it and then the day i went to play it it was like sorry it's not here anymore and i got very sad um i remember buying it on switch because that was where it was for first and foremost being like promoted by nintendo and i was like i'm gonna get the damn goose game on my damn switch i remember i I remember that pax where it had like a ginormous line to play it like it was yeah. like the hottest game in like nintendo's booth one of the the hottest games in nintendo's booth everyone wanted to play it and i was like this I wanted to be a jerk just bully some people why not right absolutely and, and again like <laughs> i feel bad because you know talking in talking of context of the list and 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 the, the the whole idea of the game and like the representation of a game that i would feel proud to show to someone and say this was a game that was made in australia i believe house house based in melbourne um you, you're the one bringing this all up, so you better have yeah. the deets to, to back yourself up. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing it now. Yep, Melbourne, Australia. So, you know. Hacker man. Literally in our backyard, this was uh, one that was made there. and uh, But um, I'd be very proud to say this is a game that represents Australia and what we can do here. But I don't know. I, I haven't played it, so I had to quit it. Joel... I don't, I don't, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> I'm, There's definitely the pointy end of things here. I'm just gonna have. I I love this game, but it's it's sort of one of those ones that you sort of you play once. Right. But it's, it's, it's it's very short. It's on mobile. It's also on Switch now. I think it's great if you haven't played it. Yes. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take out Florence, oh. even though it 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 warmed my damn heart when I played it. This game, if you if you want to have a cry on your lunch break, get Florence. <laughs> just, like a, just a cheeky lunch break cry. If, if you feel like you need a cheeky lunch break cry, Florence is your game. Um, oh, this is just beautiful. These days, who doesn't? Uh, absolutely, yeah, exactly. It's 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 welcomed in some circles here. Um, I, I yeah, this game is gorgeous. Like just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I yeah, it's I played one of, it's one of those. Rare times I've like played a game on a mobile phone and gone, oh, this is this is ha- this is a phone game. This is what phone games should be like. Absolutely, yeah. It is out on um, Switch and PC now yeah. as well. I was on PC as well, and it was on Switch, mm. but I know it was on PC as well. Yeah, That's PC cool. and Mac, That's good. you can get it on. But um, oh, yeah, Mac. <laughs> it's uh, it, it, I think if you're gonna play it, mobile with headphones is the way to go with this game. Yeah, I think I played it at like eleven at night with headphones on, and it was awesome. Yep, it's. Like the story of a relationship in like what is it like forty minutes? It's only like forty five minutes yeah. long. Yeah, um, that's told through these just gorgeous uh, uh, visuals and simple but effective like puzzles. Yeah, like interactions and stuff with the yeah, yeah. Um, and even the way that they do things like conversations and like progressing time, how they're getting to like these these two characters are getting to know each other by using like text conversations uh, it's it would, taking taking what would in a in a full-blown game developing this sort of relationship would be very complicated but successfully adapting it and stripping it down to a mobile format 
just but again being not it's still being incredibly effective yeah it's 100 i yeah i agree um the, the 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 little the game elements of it are very much like you could almost say they're like warrior wear mini games yeah they're, they're in micro games yeah yeah or micro games that's it yeah um but yeah then having it framed with this just uh, just stunning story that floored me and the music is beautiful as well it is um, yeah it's by mountains phenomenal phenomenal game um cannot recommend this one enough and uh but unfortunately, it's it's gone. No more. And Joel, Joel, now. <laughs> oh look. God! God damn it! If if no one else is keeping track at home, we should probably just summarize the last two games that Joel has to pick between. Yeah, I he's, probably he's done faced that with a choice between <sighs> the Artful Escape and Hollow Knight. Mm. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, there's so many pros and cons for both of these. I um, know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Look. Will Will recency bias win? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, and technically, I never finished one of these games. So I mean, me neither. I I I will have like unsurprisingly admit that that other game is like 40 hours long and yeah just, and it's yeah. also very hard it it's is very so hard. amazing look i'm gonna do it i think it's time for the artful escape i think oh boy yeah i think the artful escape is my pick to 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 just miss out pipped at the post um and yeah, I don't know. I, it's the Artful Escape is just. I keep saying stunning and gorgeous, but my god, this game like melted my face with how pretty it is. Um, this is by Beethoven and Dinosaur. It is a uh, visual feast of a game. It is. I adore this game. It the way I kept describing it to people is it just felt like a like a comfy blanket. I don't know. I just had like a big stupid grin on my face the entire time I played it. Um, and I feel like more games need a hold X to shred, like prompt. Well, I mean, it's definitely very, very situational, Joel. Nah, let's be, nah. let's be okay. Every game, every, every game, game. Have it. not every game, most games. Okay, but, but most games, okay. most <laughs> games have a hold X to shred button. It's at any um, point, just whip out a guitar and just start 100%, shredding. And just, just start riffing. And yeah, that's what this game is, is hold X to shred. Um. It tells like a great story about like you know the the stress of and, and, and feelings that that can come from li- feeling like you're living in someone's shadow, um, finding your own true identity and being comfortable enough to you know wear that identity and 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 show that identity off and be proud of it. Um, and it just has like, man, if you like space opera rock, if you like like Ziggy Stardust, Bowie, or uh, you know, spacey rock kind of jams, or even if you like folk music, like there's some there's some folk music love in here as well. Um, even if it seems like folk music is like the antagonist of the story in some ways. Um, oh, I mean, I guess compared to the music that you are predominantly playing, I could, I, it, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean that that song that plays like on the like when you start the game up, that's on yes. the, the menu is great. I love that. That is beautiful. Great. Um, yeah, I, this is great. I, oh God, I really enjoyed this game. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's it'll take you like four or five hours to get through, and it is just a yeah, like you said, a visual feast. Um. It's like, have you ever wanted to do acid, but not actually want to do acid? Um, I feel like this is an accurate... If it was like... If the list was like games that accurately represent the sensation of being on acid, this might have been... This might have been the one. That is is a hyper-specific list. I'm sure we could pull together some games for that. (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah, uh, this is is a stunning one. Uh, I'll be talking about this probably come end of the year, I think, for our Game of the Year episodes. But 
Please um, stop reminding me of game of the year. Like yeah, I know got, every got- week, I'm like, ah, oh, I finished a game, and then two more games are like, play us next, and I yep. just I don't have time. Yep. Call, calls will need to be made, but I'll cross that bridge later. Hundred percent. I am honestly surprised. I, I was so ready for you to I because I've got the list here and I'm and I'm like deleting him as you do. And I was just like I was ready to go over Hollow Knight. I'm I'm surprised you didn't take it out. I I don't know. I thought about it and like for its shortcomings or, or longcomings, I guess is that, it's probably. Is <laughs> I honestly don't think it has many shortcomings. No, it doesn't. It's the the one shortcoming is that it is a longcoming because it. It is. It, it is, is a big game. It is a big game, and it is. It is difficult. It is. Yeah. It is. The barrier of entry is. It's pretty tough. Like if you're not into Man. this style of thing. But I don't know. In terms of us, like we've showered so much praise and and love towards Hollow Knight throughout the years of us doing the show. And I I, I don't know. I, I stand by it all. Even though I haven't finished the game technically. I don't. I don't need to finish it to know it's brilliant. No. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't exactly. Need to finish I agree. it to know that it's like the perfect representation of like you know a, a 2d dark souls meshed together with a metroid world design like and it's really good at what it does yeah. it kicks my ass mm-hmm. but i've come yep. back to it several times haven't finished it yet but i still come back to it and i, I chip a little bit away and then yep. get my ass kicked a bit and i come back later yep it's just like the sense of exploration like walking around that world um the animations in it are just the best like the game anytime, is gorgeous anytime that like the 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 fast travel bug comes out of the wall oh yeah i love it when it appears it's just it, the way that it moves and it is is animated it looks absolutely amazing and i love it so much um but yeah i i think in terms of a game that's like we talk about like uh international success stories like yeah <laughs> what other what other game has like a rabid fan base that are anytime a Nintendo Direct gets announced, their fans are just like it's a fan Silk base Song. like frequently Silk Song mentioned in the same sentences as Elden Ring. Yes, like, yeah, that's that's 100%. the level that Hollow Knight has sort of jumped to. And yep. please, Silk Song. But I mean, take, again, take your time. Like you know, Team Cherry. Like no rush, but also please, Silk Song. Yeah, I know. It's like oh man, I yeah, take your time but I will play the ever-loving crap out of that game like, when it comes out. I'm there day one. Like, yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. As soon as that thing gets shadow-dropped in a Nintendo Direct, like, I'm, I'm there. Um, but yeah, this, I, I, Hollow Knight is a is a special game. Um, and I, I know, like, especially for, for, like, you know, I was saying before about how, like, yeah, anything with a roguelike in it, I'll generally give it a try. Like, you said it was a, a 2D Souls-like mashed with a metroidvania like that if i had to design the perfect game for Kyron in some way shape or form that's that's probably where i would start <laughs> shout out to dark souls bigger shout out to metroid <laughs> right yep you know it's you uh, think i'd let, like i'd let this episode i don't care if this is a special packs episode no. i will always find a way to bring up metroid a hundred percent like i was i was expecting it it's fine i talked about roguelikes you talked about metroid it's that's what we do boxes here. are ticked. Exactly. We've- at the time this, this is airing, Joel, like, I'm probably either asleep or at work or playing Metroid. Those are the three states I will be existing in. Yep. Dread's on my Switch right now, but I'm not allowed to play it because Nintendo said, <laughs> and it's it's frankly unfair. You're just doing the I've thing I've been a you, good boy. You're just doing the thing where you check every day. It's just like, uh, I, let's, let's just check the server and see if you're allowed to play this yet. I honestly no, am. Sorry. And I learned, like, so you can press it once, right? And it goes, do you want to go to the eShop for more information, right? Yep. But if you do it again after that, shortly, it has a different message. And, like, the second paragraph is just like, by the way, just letting you know, if you keep pressing this, it won't, you won't be able to play it earlier. I'm like, aw. <laughs> did, you, did you code this in for me? Yep. I've I done that targeted. with a, I've I've done done that a couple of games. I, what was the one I did that for? There's a couple of games I did that for. I think Animal Crossing. I did it for Smash, like when Smash first came out, I was like, yeah, midnight. And then it turns out that Nintendo's midnight sometimes is very different from, you know, what is actually midnight. It's like 2 a.m. Australian time sometimes. Ridiculous. Or 10 a.m. the next day. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Who knows? But Hollow Knight, congratulations to Team Cherry, just uh, making an absolute banger of a game. (laughs) Absolutely. Just an absolute banger of a game. If you've never played it, like, oh my God, go play it. It's... It's on PlayStation. It's on. It's on everything, isn't it? Like I PC, think it's PlayStation, on Game Pass Xbox, now? yeah, Switch. I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass as well. Like it's. Give it a PlayStation shot. Plus give it a game. 
you like yeah jump in and have a look at it um i yeah congratulations for taking out the australian indies video game battle royale presented by dialogue options <laughs> every every removal from this list felt awful yeah it i know did. i know we're going to wrap up now but i just want to say that got to be honest didn't feel good i agree but also like like we said at the start i it, this yeah, it is a celebration of these games as well. It's not. There's no ill will towards any of these. I, I would gladly present any of these as a game that I would be proud to say is made in the country that I am from, and sometimes in the the backyard of where I live, basically. So, um, yeah, thank you for for, for letting us uh, categorize and rank your games. Take take a list of cherished games and murder a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Love it. Well, what do you reckon, Karen? I think. I mean, I think we're coming up on time, Joel. I think we're coming up on time real fast. I think we are. <laughs> so I reckon it's time to uh, take us home, Karen. Uh, of course, as always. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Especially thank you to um the the, the good dudes over at the good people over at Pax and Audio Technica for organizing this whole. Pax Radio thing. It's awesome, and we're Absolutely. happy to be a part of it. Yep. Uh, if you want to find us, you can find us across social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we are just at Dialogue Options. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, and I want to see everyone's copies of Metroid Dread <laughs> when it's out. I want to see them. Tweet them at me. Uh, where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at JoliMac, uh, where I just tweet if you if you like uh my brother my brother and me and the McElroy brothers um i'm a good follow because i just i like to post gifts from that tv show and from those good good boys um it's one of my other loves outside of video games we we, we can have multiple loves exactly yeah yeah i've got two and i'm happy with that it's fine <laughs> only two only, only two. two yeah there are only two of them well, that's yep. good to know, Joel. I, I'm going to keep that in mind for future. The only, the only two God. loves of Joel. God damn good it. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, okay, then. Well, in that case, I'll let our wonderful outro see us out, and we will catch you guys next time. options podcast